It's been a long time coming since June 15th of 2022. The L2 Sports Podcast is back. I'm your host, Lucas Curtelli, and alongside me, as always, my co-host, Mr. Luca Moya. Buddy, it's been a long time since I've seen you, a long time since I've talked to you. How you been, buddy? What's been what's been going on? June. Wow, I didn't know it was that long. Stanley Cup Final, Tampa Bay and the Avalanche. That was our last podcast. My goodness. Uh, Yeah, man. That's insane. Yeah, I've been good. Um, You know, for the fans out there, we're sorry we left you hanging. Um, You know, it's been busy um, on both of our schedules, but I'm very excited to get this back up and going. Um, There's been a lot of stuff that's happened. You know, in the sports world, outside of the sports world. So this is a very different uh, type of approach we're taking now. I think we're going to have a bit more fun with it. Um, you're still going to sewer me. I'm still going to sewer you. So that's never going to change. Um, but definitely uh, moving in a little bit of a different direction, I would say. Yeah, we, we, we've done some research. We've been in the business now. Uh, that's why we've been away. We've got actual jobs. Uh, in sports media so we've been a bit busy but now uh, we're gonna try and get back here and try to get a podcast out to you guys uh, when we can and we've learned a few things maybe add we're gonna add some games in there we're gonna add a couple drafts we like doing that always good to debate with you guys the fans as well Uh, for today's show obviously we're gonna talk some NFL playoff the Mm -hmm. matchups this weekend coming up Luca's just coming off his cover four podcast so he's hot and ready to go for some football uh, the NHL is halfway through their season, so we're going to take a look at teams that have surprised us, teams that have disappointed us uh, from the start of the year. And the Toronto Blue Jays have been making some moves, and MLB free agency has been very, very crazy. So we're going to dive a little bit into that. And then we have a draft at the end of our program on breakfast cereals, the top oh. four breakfast cereals. And uh, we'll explain to you. Uh, when we get in there, but let's get over to the NFL, Luca. I know you're fired up for this. Uh, I just want to get your first initial thoughts on how the 2022 season went for you. Yeah, it was definitely different than a lot of other seasons uh, covering the league and, and just seeing how expectations don't, I shouldn't say don't, they, they never go the way you think they're going to go. Like, you're always going to have the big teams, right? You're always going to have Kansas City. You're always going to have Buffalo. Um, You know, Cincinnati now has kind of entered that conversation. But the NFC has been a mess, right? The Eagles kind of popped off. Everybody thought they would be good, but maybe not this good. The Bucs have fallen off. The Rams with the worst Super Bowl hangover you could ever imagine. Your boy, Russell Wilson, is terrible this season. They fire their head coach, right? Devontae Adams gets traded in the offseason. The Raiders don't even make the playoffs. So there's so many things that I probably haven't even mentioned. And it's crazy how you think you know where this league is going. You never know what's going to happen in this sport. And I think that's the beauty of this sport is that you play the, you know, there's only 17 games. The room for error is so small. It's a sport where I think on any given Sunday, anybody could win. It gives you that kind of like a March Madness vibe, um, even though, you know, you're not going to have Houston probably beating Kansas City. But then again, they took them to overtime a couple of weeks ago. So it, it's it's things like that that you see around the league, which is why it's one of the best leagues in the world, in my opinion, the best league um, and sport. So 
the playoffs are going to be so exciting. Like this is the one year where it's like, you know, you can legitimately see five teams winning. That is how close it is. And that's what you want to see um, out of leagues. Uh, because recently I feel like Lucas, when we were growing up, it was the Patriots winning every year, the Warriors winning every single season. Tampa has been on an insane run in the NHL. There's no parity throughout the league, throughout the leagues. And now you're going to have that. And especially in a league like football, where it's a little bit different than usual. I like it. I like where it's going. Yeah. And touching on that fact, like it's kind of the new age of, mm-hmm. of the NFL. Now we have quarterbacks like Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, Mahomes is kind of like the old vet now since yeah. he's in the playoffs so much. You got Trevor Lawrence, the rookie quarterback. We'll see what Lamar Jackson could do if he plays, if he doesn't play. Like there's so much parity right now. And I totally agree. This playoffs is going to be very, very cool. And especially in the AFC, I don't know so much about the NFC. You, you kind of see the teams that we think are going to move on. But that AFC, there's going to be some big fights uh, go- coming down to it. Let's get into a little bit of the offseason here. And Green Bay in the NFC didn't end up making the playoffs after the Seahawks uh, get the win in their last game. Aaron Rodgers, let's get it out of the way. Is he coming back to Green Bay or is he moving oh, on? He's so annoying, man, isn't he? Like every time like this team gets eliminated or they don't, you know, exceed expectations. Yeah, you know, I thought I had a good year. I've proven a lot in this league, so we'll see if I want to return next year. I don't think I have anything left to prove, buddy. Pack it up, man. Like, please. I don't know what, what what's going on. Like, yeah, this year was a, a major letdown. You still had a chance to make the playoffs, and you lost at home. Technically, that game last week, Lucas, was a playoff game. Yeah. Because you win that game, you're in the play. It's like a play-in game. No, but didn't the Seahawks play before them? Yes, but that eliminated the Lions. I see. But Green Bay Bay still had a chance. Had a chance to take out Seattle. So, he lost another playoff game at home. And I got people telling me that this guy is better than Brady. No way, bud. Brady's in the playoffs. I don't care what you say about his record. At home, he got the job done against the Panthers. This guy didn't. And there's so many speculations about, oh, will he come back? Is this team good enough? He gets no help. Get out of here with that garbage. Please, just get out of here with that garbage. He lost. He's the quarterback. Stop making excuses. Oh, it's time for me to retire. He just wants the attention to always be on him. And it's not on you. You're not in the playoffs. Nobody cares about you. The only time they're going to care about you is if, one, yeah, you do retire. Number two, the NFL draft, what happens? Until then, Green Bay is a distant memory. Distant. So you don't want to you don't want to speculate on anything until you see what Green Bay does in the draft. Yeah, because Green Bay is one of those franchises that you just don't know what the hell they're ever going to do. Ever. Yeah. <laughs> ever. Maybe, and it starts with number 12, the fake 12. He's, he's oh. the ringleader of it all, man. Yeah. He's the ringleader of it all. I see. All right. So that answers that question. Next up, we have Derek Carr with the Raiders. I think he did post something on Instagram saying goodbye to to L.A. and the Raiders fans and stuff like that. You think he's gone too? And where do you think he's going to go? I I think just a chance. I I, Like that team, that team had so much promise. Oh, they did. And having a new head coach, you trade for Devontae Adams. Uh, Jacobs as your running back like that team was right re- I know they had a stacked division I guess from the start of the year and then it kind of fell off when we saw mm-hmm. the Denver Broncos not really uh, put up much of a fight but they could have been that that division could have three playoff teams uh if uh if 
everything went the way people thought yeah. at the start of the year. Yeah, and I, I think when you look at the Raiders, there were so many games that they blew, and there's so many one-score games that they lost um, that they're there, but they're not really there because good teams like the Vikings, let's just say, win those one-score games, and that's why they're in the playoffs. Yeah, you could say that they're frauds, but at the same time, they're in – you know, they're in the dance. You're not. And now you're without a quarterback. So they're going to be picking high in the draft. They'll probably go quarterback. Um, Derek Carr, as for him, maybe a team like Washington takes a shot on him. But again, I don't think Washington wants to start trading for another quarterback. They just traded for Wentz last season. Uh, so, again, another big offseason coming in the NFL. But I don't even want to think about the offseason. I want to think about the games that are that are coming up. Are you still a Seattle fan? See, that is that's, the big I wanted to touch on because, that before we move to, to the playoffs. Before yes. you answer, were you one of those guys? You know what? I'm going to follow Russ because Russ is my guy. I'm going to be a Denver fan. Now Denver reeks, and you're like, you know what? Seattle's actually good, They're actually better than Denver. I'm still a Seattle guy. Where do you land? You know what, Luca? I have done some soul searching this, this past season, and – I love the Seattle Seahawks. I love what they did. Geno Smith really carrying that team. And everybody thought, and I, we've had this conversation. I heard it on many radio shows, podcasts, our podcast, saying maybe Pete Carroll is the problem. Maybe Pete Carroll is the, the reason why the Seahawks couldn't get back to that Super Bowl caliber level. Mm -hmm. And Russell Wilson and that offense, are, they, they won't do anything on defense, and that's kind of their downfall. But then when you look at this season and Russell Wilson moves over to the Broncos and I think everything went downhill when he was posing right in front of that that backboard saying, Broncos country, no, let's God. ride. Everything went downhill for that team when he said those words. And the things that come out where he's doing stretches on the plane, he's got a <laughs> private office. Richard Sherman is just bashing him on every single podcast you could think of that this guy, you can't even get a hold of him. You got to call his agent before you can talk to your own teammate. I lost a little bit of, of love for Russell Wilson and the way he played this year. Maybe it wasn't Pete Carroll. Maybe Pete Carroll was the reason that he was I good. Did. Exactly. Exactly. And, and he's such, he's such what a hero, Pete just you know? did with Geno Smith and that Seahawks team. He just dragged yeah. them to the playoffs. Uh <laughs> And he was Geno Smith he had was a, a big reason had yeah. set a Seahawks record for yards in a season, and mm -hmm. Russell Wilson was your QB for the past for the past eight years. Yeah, so, yeah. Luca, I got a Russell Wilson jersey sitting right here in my in my bin here. Do you have it? I have it, and no, right just, now, like, is it is it accessible right now? No, I think oh. it's in it's in my bin. It's in my bin in my closet what is that? at the bottom small? at the top. Yeah, it was a little extra small. It wasn't that I wasn't that. <laughs> that jack back in the day when I bought it, oh. when I was a Russell Wilson fan. But I think I'm making the switch. And I'm going to take a lot of what? heat for this. I'm taking Wait, gonna take a so lot you did, of heat Wait, hold on, this. hold on. Before you go, hold on, hold on. Going into the year, you were what? A Denver fan? I was supporting the Denver Broncos. Okay, so now you're, hold on. You're, you're switching back? No, no, no. I'm switching teams completely here. What? You have a completely new team. So hold on. There's three teams now that you've liked in your lifetime. This yeah. is this is this is breaking. And you know what? This we're gonna news. we're gonna announce that team on next week's podcast. Oh my goodness. You can't announce the team 
during the playoffs. You got to wait for the offseason. Listen. Okay. Do you want to do that? Let's wait. No, let's uh, wait till the end of the season. Okay. And the, whoever wins the Super Bowl is my team. No. Oh, <laughs> just stop joking. It. I'm just joking. I'm just I, joking. So when, when, when people ask me, right? Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm getting into football. What team should I like? You know damn well the first answer out of my mouth isn't Kansas City. You know damn well that's no, no, I'm not gonna do that. Be. Okay, um, you're gonna see a lot of Kansas City fans. I'm telling you right now, like a lot of kids, like when you grow up, like you ask, you know, you ask, you know, dads or you know older guys about who their favorite football team is. You get usually you get around two to three answers. You get Dallas, right? You get Pittsburgh, or you get. You might get a combination of Green Bay or Buffalo. Yeah. Because Buffalo, right, right here across the border. Now you ask, you know, guys our age, it's, you know, New England. Uh, it's still the Steelers. They're still a big team. You get, I, I'm hearing a lot of San Francisco's. Now you ask kids now, like when, when we're, when we're dads, right? We're older. Okay. New England is still going to be at the top because of Brady, and we lived through that. So New England is going to be that new kind of like Dallas era, Mm -hmm. okay? In 40 years, 30 years even, let's just say, it's going to be Kansas City. That was my team because that's that's what's in now. It's it's Patrick Mahomes. It's Kansas Kansas City, City. LA Chargers, Cincinnati Bengals. The Bengals now. I didn't know. I knew one Bengals fan in my whole life. Yeah, I knew. I've never heard anybody say but that you know what, I'm a Bengals though? fan. You know what, though? And I don't hate it because, you know, it's Joe Burrow. It, it's fun. You know, the Bills, you're seeing a lot more Bills fans come. Oh, I like the Bills because they're closest to Toronto. Get out of here. You didn't even know the Bills were good until two years ago. Like, let's just be real here. So they, the, the, the league or the fan bases around, you know, the world, I think is kind of shifting. And they, and they shift to the teams that are doing good. And that mm-hmm. makes sense because I was a culprit of that, right? I like New England. I still will like New England. My kids will. Like I think New that's England. just good. Yeah. <laughs> will like New <laughs> they will. Oh, come on, you can't raise a freaking. No, you're right. That was would... fan in my house. Are you crazy? Imagine like you marry somebody. They're like a Jets fan. No, come on. My Miami Dolphins. She doesn't know anything. What you're like, you're like, sorry, this is not gonna work out. Okay, this imagine not... growing up right in your house. Hold on, this isn't as big as a rivalry. You're you're. You know, your son comes up, Dad. Go Habs! Come on! No, that just look at behind you. You have a Leafs. That just can't oh, happen. That just can't. It, it won't can't happen. happen. Like won't what, I have my best friend here is a Boston fan, and yeah. you know how hard it is to put up with that. And I think, I think here, right when you when <laughs> when you think of it, okay. Oh, you can't force your kids. I'm forcing my kid to like the team. No, but it's like, like it's like the Tiger Woods effect. You know how like Tiger Woods' dad would like hit balls in front of him when he was like uh-huh. two years old. If I put my kid in like a baby seat right in front of the TV and it's Leafs, 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 he'll like the Leafs. I'm pretty sure he's gonna like the Leafs. He's gonna have that poster in the background, maybe that flag. And it's actually a job. Like your job as as a dad, especially if you're a sports, you got to make sure there's your three kid jobs, right? Is you're supporting your sports. Yeah, this this is the thing. Financially, the family's good. That's number one. Number two, keep the wife happy. Number three, make sure your kid likes the same sports teams you do. That is the if three. If you do those three things, ladies and gentlemen, You're you good. have succeeded as a father. You have succeeded. Okay. That you've oh, succeeded. Oh I don't want little Jimmy running around in a freaking Habs jersey. No, That's no, we don't we don't need that. We don't need that ridicule like through your whole life. You gotta oh. watch the Habs game, then you gotta send it over back to the Leafs game and then back to the Habs. Are you 
the day that happened, I put on RDS to watch Habs. Yeah, no, Ottawa. no, thank Come you. On. No, thank you. That's not happening. All right, Luca. First week, wild card weekend. Mm-hmm. Buffalo, Miami. Who you got? So we're gonna rifle these off here quickly. Rifle them off here. Tua's not playing. Buffalo, huge, huge favorites. I got Buffalo. Uh, I would have probably had Buffalo if Tua was playing, anyways. Yep, that's an easy pick for me. We're going Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Baltimore. I think it's got to be Cincinnati. I've seen reports where Lamar Jackson Lamar is, is out. Delf, he's out. He's so out, that yeah. that is confirmed. So it's got to be Cincinnati. They're at home, and yeah. I think they're they're the better team. They beat them in week in week seventeen. So we'll see. This is the big one here: Jacksonville, L.A. Chargers. Herbert, you think he's going to get it done? Well, Mike Williams just announced out. That's a huge loss. Um, Both these QBs and Lawrence and Herbert making their playoff debuts. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, exactly. I got, I got the Chargers. I think they're. When it comes down to it, I trust Herbert more. Lawrence has had a great year, but I like the Chargers. I like the talent they have. Mm-hmm. Nothing against Jacksonville, but I just. Man, the Chargers just so inconsistent too, though, and it's on the road. But I'll have the Chargers squeak one out and book a date with Kansas City in round two. I just going back to their last game against uh, Tennessee and Trevor Lawrence really didn't play that well. Mm-hmm. He didn't play that well, and that was a playoff game. And that was more of a play. That's what I was trying to explain to to, to my brother because we're like looking at bets and stuff. He's like, I'm like Jacksonville just played a playoff game in their last game, like to get mm-hmm. in, win or go home. So maybe they're like geared up and they're ready to go. But That's then you have the too. Chargers. They're ready. They're waiting. They're game planning. I don't know. I like the Chargers. I like Justin Herbert. He's my QB in fantasy all year. So I'm going <laughs> with uh I'm going with the Chargers. Over to the NFC, Seattle, 49ers. You think it's a tougher matchup than everybody's uh, really playing it out to be? I do. My 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 preseason pick was uh 49ers Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Um Lamar obviously being injured crush that but uh I, I think san fran will win the super bowl that is my super bowl pick but in this game i wouldn't be so quick to put them into the second round just yet as much as a fan i am of them brock mm-hmm. purdy's first playoff game i know it's geno smith's first playoff game but these divisional games lucas are always tough and when you're playing a team three times it's very very yeah. tough to beat a team multiple times in one season. I think they're two and zero against them this year. I don't, I'm not sure. I should have probably done research about that, but I think they're probably two and zero against them. Even if they're one and one, it's tough to beat a team twice. So see, yeah, they're two, they're two and zero. So there you San go. Fran, so, they won 21, 13 and 27 to, to seven in September. So they okay, haven't played in a while. They haven't played was, it. Yeah. In, it's in a different team, months. right? It's a so different team. You got Brock Purdy, Purdy behind center. Geno Smith has been having a yeah. great year. Luca, I'm sorry. With this San Francisco team, you could put you behind center, and I think you, they they would do fine. Wow. It's but that's a, like, but, you, but that's that's such no. a bad example because I'm actually good. You know? Yeah, like yeah, that's, that's sure, sure. It's, uh, I've been seeing those stats about uh, your. Oh, your stop! We're not, I don't need. Let's uh, not bring you so quick up. here. Let's not even. Um, so yeah, so we're both going San Francisco here. I just think it's going to be this is going to be one of the closer yeah. matchups that nobody is really expecting it to be. Uh, Minnesota and the Giants as well. Who do you got here? I got the Giants, man. Wow. I think the Giants could do so. I think if this is the one upset of the week, I'm going to go with the Giants. I have read something earlier that I, I don't know the exact stat, so it's probably not credible. But 
a six seed, I think, has a very, very good record against the three seed in recent memory, in recent playoff games. Mm-hmm. So it's either Baltimore without Lamar to beat Cincinnati, probably not going to happen, yeah. or the Giants who actually were in the game against Minnesota a month ago in Minnesota to beat them in the first round of the playoffs. I'll take my chances with the Giants. Uh, I like Minnesota. They are the better team, I think. But again, we've seen crazier things happen. Yeah. So I will go with the Giants. I was listening to a podcast yesterday and they said a joke. They're like, what time is the game of Giants in Minnesota? And mm-hmm. uh, and they said, oh, it's 4.30. He said, okay. If it was at 8.15, then we're taking the Giants all day. Oh. If it was a primetime game. Kirk Jesus. Cousins. We're yeah, not 1 p.m. No, if it was at 1 p.m. 4.30, so it's, it's pushing it a little bit. But yeah. um, okay, I'm going to go the opposite with you. I think just for – I'm watching this game with all my buddies, so I think that the last time we watched the Minnesota game, they came back to defeat the Indianapolis Colts, that crazy game. So I'm going to ride – with Minnesota here and take Minnesota. And then we have as well. And we also, Minnesota did beat, they did beat the, the giants this season, 27 to 24. So still a close game. So we'll see what happens there. And I think this is a pretty easy one for you, Tampa Bay and Dallas, Tampa Bay at home. I'm taking Brady. I bet enough against Brady where I've learned my lesson. I'm taking Brady and the Dallas Cowboys to choke uh, in the first round of the playoffs like they usually do. This, this is, one a tough is one tough. for you because this is both your your guy and one of your teams. Yeah, I like Dallas. Um, man, honestly, it's so hard to go against Brady at home, especially the way that they're entering the playoffs or entering it, you know, Hot in a way. Dallas is definitely, in my opinion, the better team. But the better team doesn't always win. I will go with the Bucks. Not confident about that pick. They're at home. Brady in a playoff game. He is seven and zero against Dallas in his lifetime. So I think it's. Listen, you're you're meant to lose at some point. But just, just not it's this not guy. This, this <laughs> not this weekend. Eh? Not this week. I, I, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's the Bucks. But they beat them earlier in the year. I think mm-hmm. it was Week One they beat them. Yeah, nineteen to three. I'll be honest. I'm not confident in that pick. Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a pick them there to see if Dallas can perform and shut up all the naysayers. Then, mm-hmm. but it's, it's, it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady in a playoff game. Let's see if he can get it done. My thing is, I think Dallas gets out early. Shows people they're legit. Brady makes a late comeback, and then Dallas fails to kind of come back in yeah. a way, if that makes sense. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. Brady's going to come back from 20 points, maybe like a 10 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. He'll come back, take the lead, and Dallas can't uh, win the game at the end. He'll get. He'll have that stare on the bench, like look down <sighs> into his feet. What's worse, okay? all the demons? That and... stare or LeBron's stare? Oh, or Brady Jordan, stare. or okay, what about Jordan? Okay, Jordan's in a whole another league, but that Brady stare, we've seen it time and time again where he gives that stare, he throws an iPad, and next thing you know, the Bucks or the Patriots come up with the W. <laughs> that's just the way, <laughs> that's just the way that's it goes. Fair. That's fair. So that's your NFL wildcard weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, mm-hmm. We went a little long, Luke, of course. What else? Uh, we always go. Back. We're rambling. 
Let's yeah. get over to the NHL here. Half just over the halfway point of the mm-hmm. season. Boston Bruins. What a team. What a team. But I want to say something right here on this podcast. I made, I tweeted this out yesterday, one of the gutsiest fantasy calls of all time. I played Martin Jones last night, started him against the Bruins. What does he come out with? A 27 save shutout. Thank you very much, Martin Jones. He's been lighting it up for me these past couple weeks. Boston, they're leading the Atlantic Division, Toronto, Tampa Bay. Then in the Metro, you got the Carolina Hurricanes, New Jersey Devils, New York Rangers. Over in the West, we have Dallas, Winnipeg, and Minnesota in the Central, as well as in the Pacific, Vegas Golden Knights leading, LA Kings, and those Seattle Kraken. Luca, what team has surprised you the most, and what team has really disappointed you or, or was under expectations from what you thought they could be going into this season? Well, the team that surprised me the most is definitely Boston. I think they'd be this good. Mm-hmm. Um, we knew they would probably be a playoff team. Um, I thought, honestly, I thought they could, they would be in like where they were last year, like top of the wild card because, you know, Marshan was coming back late. McAvoy was coming back late. Uh, you but they didn't, didn't come back as no, late as, as everybody's expected. No, that's, ex- that's what I'm saying. So it was kind of unfair judgment at the time. But I didn't think Allmark would be Vasilevsky either. Or, you know, Krejci to just not forget how to play. Like, he's been just as good as when he left, you know. So that was their first loss on home ice without getting a point, let's just say. Okay, regulation. Yeah, regulation, yep. Since April of 2022. Dude, the, these guys on home ice, it's just there's something different. Like, you know when you say that there's something different in the in the air when you play Kansas City at Arrowhead? There's something different on this ice. I don't understand what it is with Boston and the TD Garden. They just dominate. So that is my surprise because I don't think you thought maybe. No, nope. I thought, didn't have Boston in anywhere near this. I didn't think the they'd Atlantic. be on pace for 64 nope. wins, 10 losses, and 8 overtime losses. I had them in second second or first wild card at best this Thank going you. into the season. 64 wins? They're on pace for 64 wins. That is ins- that's NHL rookie mode on GM mm-hmm. mode. Seriously, it's it's insane. So I got them, uh, and, and the team that has just... Really below expectation. We're gonna stay in the East. Florida, man. What what, what uh, what's going on with these guys, man? Like oh. that trade, Luca. It's, it is, it's and we said it. Trade, we talked about it. It's that trade and just goaltending, man. Yeah, they got the back end of Bobrovsky, paying him ten million dollars for that long contract. They got the back end of what he was at the start of his Philadelphia run into Columbus. And yeah. they, he signed his big ticket in Florida, and he just hasn't lived up to it. Yeah, he really hasn't. I, I, I think if you're Florida, you're, you're, you're pissed off because you mortgaged a lot for Giroux last year for a run. Sherrod, go like they gave up a first for Sherrod, Luca. I did, did they? Okay, hold on. That trade with Giroux, they gave up a first, and they gave up a, they gave up Tippett. They did gave they up not? Owen Tippett, yeah. For a guy on an expiring deal, Lucas, and both just... those guys don't come back the season after. Ekblad gets he's been in and out of the lineup. His like his he's blocking most of the minutes. Montour has been really great for them, yep. like trying mm-hmm. to like keep the load up there. But it's just it's just not what you expected. You no. just not what you expected to see from them. Buffalo, Detroit, and the Islanders are both higher in the standings than them uh, right now. They're both uh, they're tied with Buffalo in points. But the Islanders have 47. Detroit, 43 points. 
it's mm-hmm. just crazy for the Florida Panthers right now. It is, uh, and and uh, tell me your surprise, like tell me your list, and then I'll, I'll go, tell you a team yeah. that I, I, I honorable mention. Honorable mention. I'm going into the West again, a okay. team where I didn't think was going to make the playoffs this year. New coach, a lot of like Ehlers wasn't going to be in the mm-hmm. lineup. Uh, a lot of the season was going to see how that was going to impact them. The Winnipeg Jets sitting second in the Central Division. They're playing outstanding. Kyle Connor, he got off to a little bit of a slow start to start the year, but he has come back and has been scoring nonstop. So again, that team was a huge surprise for me because I had them nowhere near the playoff picture with Colorado. I had St. Louis as well being in there. They're still in that whole division is still in the hunt for, for tops there that like, in the second half, you could see this the top three switch out totally. But um, yeah, they were my my biggest surprise. As well as I want to give a, a shout out to the Buffalo Sabres as well. And my buddy Lucas, who picked up, or he drafted Tage Thompson. And we didn't think that was a great pick at all. We're like, Lucas, what are you doing? Drafted him in one of his lower picks. And Tage Thompson is going to come in second in the MVP this year to Connor McDavid, who's just running away with it. As well, a team that really disappointed me, a team that I was just not happy with. And I'm going to have to pick right here, my Colorado Avalanche. That's So that was my honorable mention. I just stayed away from them because they've been injured. They've been injured. They have had a lot of injuries. It's just the the talent on that team, you would expect them to be better. And... They got rid of Kemper, and Kemper, he got, again, got off to a slow start, got injured, but now he's he's kicking for the Washington Capitals, who are making a comeback in that Metro division. And they got Georgiev. He's been good. Frank Cruz has been in and out of the lineup, so I guess you have a lot of injuries. It's just It sucks to see the Stanley Cup champions and the talent on that team at sixth place in the Central Division. They, I thought they were, even though they were going to be injured and you have Landis Cog out and this and that, I still thought they would be one, two, three uh, in the Central Division come the halfway point of the year. So yeah, I would say the Colorado Avalanche for me. Breaking news, by the way, we're not going to go through this, but the NFL just released their all-pro first and second team. So as you can see, Mahomes is probably going to win MVP because he's mm-hmm. first team all-pro and he's the quarterback. So just wanted to put that out there. And by the time this comes out, you guys will probably know it anyways, but breaking news for us. Just like Lucas's new NFL team that apparently nobody can know about because he still probably doesn't know himself. I still don't know myself. I still have to decide. Maybe I do. Maybe I got it in my back pocket. Maybe I'm still deciding. Luca, let's go quickly on to the Toronto Blue Jays in the MLB. Made some big moves this offseason, picking up Dalton Verasho, Kevin Kiermeyer as well. They got rid of Teoscar Hernandez, Lourdes Gurriel Jr., Gabriel Moreno. What are your thoughts on this team right now? Because I honestly I thought it was gonna be bad. We got rid of Tay Oscar, we got rid of Lourdes, we got rid of one of our catching prospects. But then you bring in Brandon Belt, Varsho, you bring in Kevin Kiermeyer, left-handed oh, wow. batters. What have we been screaming for as Blue Jays fans? We need some depth in that lineup. Switch it up between the righties and lefties. And what does uh, Ross Atkins go and do? He just goes and loads up on lefties. It screams desperation. It screams desperation. I'm sorry. I'm completely out on it. I, I hate him. I hate it. You man, I don't know. You like it? I, 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 I like it. If you look at the advanced stats no. and the war and all that kind of stuff, I Come like on. it. You get Lucas, you gave away MLB.com just rated their lineup 
top three in the league. It was top three before the trades. You see, what they traded T. Austin. No, but doing those trade, having those trades, and then still being top three in the league, that's got still got to say something. Look, if they traded T. Oscar Guriel and Moreno for Varsho and Kiermaier. And relieving. And the relievers. The relief okay. The relievers I'm them up right now. What do we what do, what do we always say? When Jays trade for pitchers, what happens? <laughs> what happens? They stink. No, I'm sorry, I'm out on it. I'm sorry about it. I think Moreno for Varsha would have been a ripoff. And then you add in Guriel. Come on, man. Like there's just for me, it just screams desperation for a lefty. They didn't need a lefty that bad where they had to trade everybody for it. I think when you trade Teoscar, you should have had a plan. They definitely had a plan, and it didn't go to plan. So, for me, I think they're worse than they were last year. Honestly, I do think. If you're good, I don't care about lefty-righty matchups on the analytics. If you're a good hitter, you're a good hitter. Guriel was fine. Teoscar was fine, even though he struck out and grounded into double plays a lot. Okay, Springer is fine. And you know what they all are? They're all right-handed. That 8-1 game wasn't on them. So what, you're going to go sign a guy who hits 230, Kiermaier, for for defense. Marshall, who's in the 99th percentile of defense, getting great for him, hits 230. You're getting rid of guys who hit probably around 260 as their average, has just as much power, and can hit home runs just because they hit on a different side of the plate? Come on. I see where you're coming from, Luca, but it's just the variety that the Jays, Jays fans have now we've been Luca, we've been screaming for a variety in our lineup for probably the last four or five years. I think they could have got more. Maybe that's what I maybe I don't that's know what, what you what, what I do don't you mean mind they the moves. More. They would they would have to go out and spend way more money than they actually could. Yeah, but and the trades, if you're looking though. down to the future and Vladdy and Bo's contract coming up in the next three, four years, they don't want to lock in somebody to a long term deal like you saw all these big guys do. You know what I you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I get you, it. I just, think a, I just don't think it's the players. stats that like you're looking at, like average on base percentage, this and that. It's more of the advanced stats. Like all these guys, wars, wins above replacement are higher than the guys we got rid of. I just and think I just they think could have they're playing in Rogers Center, eighty-one games out of the year. You don't think Varshall could go off for forty home runs? Definitely could. If he hit, I, if he hit thirty in Arizona in the National League. You don't think he can go off for 40 at the Rogers Center? I just think Kevin Kiermeyer torches the Jays and always plays well at the Rogers Center. Now you put him there 81 times out of the year. Lucas, I think Brandon Bell is more, a two-time man. World Series champion, hits from the left side of the plate, and his home run swing is gorgeous. Yes, but you don't think they could have gotten more? Like what, Luca? I don't know what. I don't know what the what the market is out there. I'm not I, I wasn't looking at it and stuff, but I'm thinking you get rid of Moreno. And you get rid of Gurriel and you get rid of T. Oscar. And I'm just saying Moreno is a prospect and you don't know how prospects turn out. That's why I think they were okay getting rid of Moreno. It's like, okay, well, like it's a, it's down the, Moreno is going to be good down the road. You know what I mean? He he wasn't going to impact this team that Jays fans and this Jays culture wants to win right now. I guess. Yeah. We we don't have a lot of time, but I I just think, um, for the players they gave up and the players they got, not saying the players they got are going to be bad. I just think they could have got more value for, for the other guys because they're young and they, they're proven in this league. So I just think you added the more depth in the lineup. And again, we'll see how this rotation yeah, shapes out. 
And yeah. that's going to be a big thing because Kikuchi mm-hmm. wasn't that great last oh, year. God. Yeah. Um, Gosman was up and down. He still pitched great. If Manoa can continue what he was doing, Barrios again was very inconsistent last year. So we'll see how how this rotation shapes out. And again, uh, the bullpen when they can come in and save games for us, uh, that's going to be the telltale of how the season. That's the the beauty of baseball. It, it it's not just what your lineup can do and what everything has to come together to be one team. And right now. You're you're gonna have to contend with the Yankees right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think Boston is gonna be that great. The Tampa Bay again, they're still gonna always be there. For some reason, they're always gonna be there in that division. So always. if we can squeak out a wild card spot again, I think that's a successful thing. We just got to get past uh, that first round and mm-hmm. not have what happened last year and getting swept by Seattle and in the fashion that the Blue Jays did. Um, I think it's just one of those things where you need to learn how to lose before you can learn how to win. And That's I think fair. that was one of the biggest, biggest things for this Toronto Blue Jays team and that young core uh, that they have. So we'll see what happens with this Toronto Blue Jays team uh, coming up at spring training, uh, what, a month away almost? Uh, we're just yeah. a month away before they get mm-hmm. they get going at, in Dunedin. So we'll see what going on, what's going on there. And a final note on the, the MLB here is the Blue Jays did sign catcher Danny Jansen to a $3.5 million deal. Uh, wow. through 2023 to avoid arbitration. So again, we'll see how that impacts his year. He's only on a one-year deal. So next year, they're going to have to be in arbitration once again. As we wrap up the show here, Luca, we're trying something different, ladies and gentlemen. And we're going to do a, a lot of these fun segments at the end of our Don't show. Don't sue us. Don't sue us. We no. just thought it was fun. We just I thought just thought it was, it was fun. fun. No, that's going to be different. This week, we're going to do a draft. Maybe we'll do a would you rather a rank them, okay. something like that. Good, the bad, the ugly, stuff like that, just to get the fans engaged, maybe get some fan content, some mm-hmm. fan engagement on social media here, Luca. We want to change things up. It's 2023. We got to adapt with the times, buddy. So we're doing a draft. Top four breakfast cereals. And because I'm such a generous person, I'm going to let my buddy Luca have oh, the first overall draft pick. Four. four. So okay, the rules see. are you got to pick four cereals and once a cereal has been taken off the board, like a real draft, you can't select the same. Yeah, let, let me just let me just cereal. clarify here. I know probably four cereals. Yeah, so Luca, is, Luca doesn't eat cereal. He's I a big, struggle. He's so, a big bacon eggs toast guy. Like, guy gets the the, the gourmet just, breakfast every every up. every morning. I love cereal, but I love my cereal. I don't really expand. No, you need to expand your boundaries, okay. man. You got to try new thing. things. All so right, Lucas Luca. is definitely going to wipe me out of the water. I'm going to wipe him out of the water. But this one, I think, is clearly number one. I already clearly. know what he's taking. I already clearly. know what you're taking. Height Nut Cheerios. Clearly what? number What? <laughs> clearly number one. It's the best. I, and based off your reaction, I probably could have stole them in like the later rounds. Dude, you could have took Honey Nut Cheerios late. No, Honey Nut Cheerios for me is the best one. Luca, I'm sorry, opinion. buddy. But I'm pretty, Here we go. Okay, I'm go. Pretty, let me, let me this is going to get me probably a lot more fans than you. Then my number one overall pick in this breakfast cereals draft has to be, and this has got to be on everybody's, it has See, to be at least you, top two. I just in, hope you don't take my guy, my guy here. No, I probably will. This guy he knows what he's talking about. I should have taken him. He knows what he's doing. Great taste. And one of the things with this cereal is that he, there's something left over after. I'm taking Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Damn it. Number one. 
I don't know why. I thought that was a, the consensus number one overall pick. You literally picked, went right off the board. You could have got the Honey Nut Cheerios way later in this draft. Oh, no. And Lucas Cretelli comes in, and he just capitalizes on Mr. Moore's mistake. Cinnamon Toast Crunch at number one for Lucas. Your turn, buddy. What's your second pick in this draft? It sends down. Oh, my goodness. He does not know what's going on right now. I'm sorry, Luca. Oh, buddy, we, I, I don't think that's a this, miss. That's I don't a miss this, on my end. That's I don't take this lightly, man. Yeah, that's I don't take this stuff lightly. That's a miss. Um, that's a big miss. Uh, here comes another big miss for me because those oh. are probably the top, the top two, uh, in my opinion. Um, no, I don't even, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know the exact like name of the cereal. But, like, since you're a cereal pro, it seems like, you'll probably be able to help me out here. Isn't it trail mix? Is that not a flavor? What are you eating? <laughs> the, hold on now. What are the you eating? The fruit ones, though. The fruit ones. Trail fruit. mix. Yeah, that's, like, what my nunna has uh, for breakfast. Unreal. It's unbelievable. So it's you're taking a- trail mix at number two. Well, yeah, I think that's what it's called. I, I, I see people don't know. If I had a picture I could show you, uh, but I've been looking on the web for the last 30 minutes and I can't find it anywhere. So that, that probably goes to show you how bad this is. And it's probably wow. not ranked. Trail but that's, mix. But hey, listen, this is my team. This is my team. Yeah, well, your team, uh, uh, your GM, you're not going to be GM of the year uh, based on these okay, go, two go, picks go, here. Give me your next pick. because Obviously, I, I next pick. Come on, Luca. It's like it, it's, I'm putting this on a T for you. They're all right there. You're just giving them to me. Number two, Lucky Charms. You got the marshmallows. No. You got the cereal. You like Those that? taste so good. And sometimes you save the marshmallows to the end. You eat For the marshmallows the end, yeah. at the end. All right. I so guess. Good. Yeah, I guess. Okay. That's my number two. Okay, ready? Ready for this one? This is an unpopular number one. Three. Number unpopular three. one. But I kinda like it. Reese's puffs. Is that a steal or is that not a steal? That yes, might no. be a steal. Uh, there's different opinions on Reese's puffs. Because you got Nesquik cereal as well, they do the same thing. Yes, that's why it's but, a bit of a, it's a bit of a copo. Yeah. Um, All right, Reese's Puffs. Both, I think that's a good pick. They're both shooters. Like they're both shooters. Just one guy is just no. You know, I like Reese's Puffs. And then one guy is like out of the radar, but he's young and he gives me something. Reese's Puffs is like the, is like the American shooter, and like yes, and Nesquik's like the the guy from like Slovakia or something like that. You know what I mean? International. He's international, international suit, shooter. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, for my number three. I'm going to take, as I'm looking for my pick. You took Honey Night Cheerios. That was going to be my late, my late pick to get to get I me think back it's the into best this. One. I can't believe Sidney told. I should have taken it one. Then I wouldn't have to. I could have. All right, everybody's had this cereal when they were a kid. My number three is going to be Fruit Loops. Yeah, Fruit Loops are so good. <sighs> when I was a kid, I mucked Fruit Loops, man. Fruit Loops number three, easy. Again, steal. I thought those were going to be gone. Again, as you can tell, I'm not. I, I'm pretty sure me and you did both of our draft scouting on the same websites here. Yeah. And probably. you see what I'm looking at. And I thought those were gone for sure. Okay. I'm going to take one that people like. This is I your don't last like pick. This. Yeah, this, this is, is your last pick. pick. I don't like this one, but people love this one. So it might get me some votes here. I'm not a fan of it. 
but I can see why people are frosted flakes. Oh, at number four, again, frosted flakes. Again, I'm not a big guy on this one. Again, um, mixed reviews. I know mixed, mixed reviews. reviews. I'm either gonna have a lot of fans or just guys who think I'm an idiot. But I really think frosted flakes is one of those ones that it, it, yeah. it's 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 a veteran. Yep, he is. It's it's he, yeah, he's so. been around for a while. He knows yeah. what he's doing. Yeah, and he can bring this team totally to life. With my final pick, Luca, this is one of my personal favorites. Again, a hit or a miss kind of guy, but I think at the right times, he can be a star out there. I'm going with Rice Krispies for my final pick. Yeah, it's a good one. So that was our first ever draft. Luca. Okay, so clearly I got wiped out of the water. Let me just clarify when I when I say this. Yeah. I thought Honey Nut Cheerios was going to be your first one. That's why I tried to get ahead of you. But then I'm like, once I made the pick, I'm like, you I probably should have. I should have went cinnamon toast crunch. I mean, that's clearly the best flavor. Best. That's literally um, the best cereal anyone could ask for. But, no matter. Uh, there's one question before we end this show. Are you a milk drinker after you're done yes. your, your 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 thing, or do you leave the milk? No, you. I drink milk. Okay. Are you? I am a milk drinker as well. Yes, I. I think you just can't. People let who that leave the waste. milk. I'm sorry. That's... Now this is a question: milk first or cereal first? Oh, cereal first all day. Really? I'm gonna a milk make first a, guy. You're a milk first guy. How do you do that? You make such a mess if you put all the milk first. How? Well, you don't miss the cup. You're still going into the same bowl. How you? How, how am I making a mess? No, I'm just saying because you have all that milk in there and then you, pill, you pour your cereal. It's not going to like splash up. Not when you're a professional. Oh, like me. when you're a professional cereal eater. I've been doing it for so long. Pick is trail because you know mix. why? There's no you brand. He's got the no name brand <laughs> trail mix. Okay, hold on. Hold on. When I when you put the milk in, you put in as much milk as you want. That's why. No, I just you put you put the cereal in first. Because then then pour the milk around it and you make sure all the surface area of the cereal is covered. And then when it begins to rise, that's how you know you got your optimal amount of milk. Interesting. Alright. So that wraps up uh the return. Of the L2 Sports Podcast. With a all over twist. the place today. All over all the place over the today. Place. And that's how pretty much these are going to go from now yeah. on. Because uh, let's have some fun here, Luca. Since I always screwed up, I used to screw it up all the time. Plug your social medias. <laughs> so I don't even know my Twitter. But <clears throat> my uh, my Instagram is obviously... Because I got hacked. Had to change it from the underscore. So... It's Luca dot Moya twelve. Don't get it mixed up. There's only one of them, and that's me. Okay? Don't worry. I looked up your Twitter. It's Luca underscore Moya ninety two. There you go. So it's a and little this different. Picture is unreal. I you love like the it? Picture. I look a little, little chunky, but <laughs> it's good though. You like? Look at it. I like it. You look good. You look great. You look great <laughs> with that picture. Thank um, you. back to the CSM days. Back to the CSM days. Uh, mine is Lucas Cretelli twenty three. Both at Instagram and Twitter. Follow us at the L2 Sports Podcast on Instagram as well for uh, to see what the show times are, when the show is, new shows posted, and we'll, we'll put the draft up there as well, and we'll see uh, what your thoughts are. And if you want to give us any suggestions for more topics to talk about, whether it's sports or serial drafts or whatever it can be, uh, just let us know. DM us, text us, and we'll, we'll try to get you on the show. Uh, for Luca Moya, I'm Lucas Fratelli. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time.